Hello and welcome to the Thought Loop Podcast. I'm your host, The Trip Keeper, and this is the fourth episode. Yep, you heard me right there. The fourth. I didn't even think I was going to make it this far, but hey, we got to the fourth episode, and here we are. Um, the I see that these podcasts they're not um they're not doing too well compared compared to my, you know my tr- my trip report stories. So I'm gonna keep on doing it though because I like to get my my opinions out there and stuff. It's nice to talk into a microphone with people listening, even if it's a couple hundred people listening. I mean, the last one that I uploaded episode three it's at 503 views right now and i actually got a lot overnight the two nights ago like a like maybe 50 or 100 so that was pretty cool but yeah it i just like it when it reaches like i think i said in the last episode i like it when a video reaches that 1000 mark you know it feels good to see a k because when you i don't know about you guys but when you look up videos on youtube and you see a video that has like a couple hundred views, it's like, well, if this video is not getting a lot of views, why would I click on it? So it's nice to see that that K next to the name or, or that M. Maybe that'll happen one day. You never know. I don't think it will, but we can hope and pray, right? I mean, I hope and pray every day. You know what I'm saying? Hoping and praying for these YouTube videos to get more and more successful. Now, I'm blessed that they are getting as much as they are. Because just just last year, I was barely even doing this, you know. I was, it was, it was, it was in the back of my mind. I wanted to do more, but I just thought with my job and everything, it was so difficult. But that one day, I remember, came back from Cedar Point, and it's an amusement park in Ohio. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to do a trip report video. I'm glad I did, because if I didn't do that, there, I probably, there'd probably be only like, one or two videos since last August, maybe even less than that. But you see it now, and my last, let's see, it said August was how many months ago? That was like nine? Yeah, that was pretty much nine months ago. Yeah, it says nine months ago, the Magic Mushrooms trip was nine months ago. So if I didn't upload that, who knows where I'd be right now. And then the next one after that, the Detura Stories 78K, Glad I uploaded that one. That one was the one that really blew up my channel, and I really, really enjoyed it. And I thank you guys for doing that. And Vivek, uh, congrats to him. He just had his one video. Let me search it up. It's getting a lot, a lot of views. Um, let me find it. I know it's a mushroom video. Let's see if it comes up. Let's see here. Wait, no, that's not it. That's his newest one. Um mushroom sorry guys for the lack of talking during this but hey we're gonna get going that's not it oh this is it right here dude this morning it had 84,000 now it's 86,000 that's crazy that was like I checked like two hours ago so in two hours it got 2,000 views it looks like I might be think. maybe I was seeing things but it is going up a lot he now has oh shit fuck these ads I hate ads you know even though I have to have him in my videos I fucking hate him Especially the ones you can't skip. And I I apologize for that, but, you know, if we didn't have ads, who knows how many videos I'd even want to create, you know, because, hey, these videos are fun, fun to make, you know, make them on my days off and stuff, but that money is like an added touch to it. It's like, ooh, so it's like, ooh, 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 gives me, gives me the motivation. I know that Trip Reports, the channel, I worked with him before, he's a good guy, he said he got demonetized and he's not really uploading as much. And I mean, it's hard. I, I don't blame him either because it's it's tough if you're if you're making content content, you're not getting paid for it as much as you were. You're not getting paid at all. Then what's the point? It you know. I mean, you of course I'd still do it, but it definitely wouldn't be as often. Yeah, look the you uploaded two days ago. Someone, someone needs to give him a sponsorship or something, or give him on Patreon, cause he deserves, he deserves the views. He's not doing too bad for it, but uh, yeah, you could just tell he stopped, he stopped going hard on it. Um, but yeah, this uh, this Vivek video, eighty six thousand views. He's got eight point forty four thousand subscribers. Let's see how he's doing on Social Blade. I love looking at Social Blade. If you guys don't know what Social Blade is, it's basically 
you can look up analytics for all your YouTube, uh, every YouTube channel on there. I don't know if everyone's on there, but I'm pretty sure it is because mine's on there. Just search up Tales from the Trip, of course. It says I have 24,000 subscribers and 2 million views, but let's see uh, total. Let's see Vivek, see if it's been going up. Because I think there's a thing where you can see something daily, how many subscribers you gain. Oh yeah, look at this, holy crap. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, so May 8th, he had 7.46 thousand subscribers. And today, May 20, well, May 22nd, yesterday, he has 8.24,000. The 20th, he got 100. The 21st, he got 180. And the 22nd, he got 260. So that's crazy. So that's that's basically what happened with my channel, with that insane deterrent stories. Like, or I was getting so much. It's, it was, I just thought it was going to last forever, but it didn't. And I was pretty sad about it. But hey, I'm still getting a lot, and I'm happy for it gotta be blessed about this right so he's about to reach 10k pretty soon and that's a big that's a big accomplishment i remember when i reached 10,000. that wasn't even that long ago i forgot what what month that happened in, but man that was a good feeling i was like oh shit we're hitting the real big time and i think youtube emailed me about it and you know i didn't get a plaque or anything i don't expect to get a plaque for it but hey that'd be cool if they gave away mini plaques because it's like you know, you, you want people on YouTube to keep on using it. And if you want if you want people to keep on making videos and stuff on there, give them something small like that. Like a little, maybe like a pin or something. You've reached 10,000 subscribers or congratulations with the engraved your channel name on there. But I guess there's just so many people who reach 10,000 subscribers that they can't do it. And it's less likely to get 100,000. So that's why I think they probably do it. But I think it's it's, def, it's the it's a silver play button for 100,000. 100k and then i think it's a gold button for a million i don't know what you get if you reach 100 million i know i think mr beast is at like 95 million and that guy is you know as much as you you want to shit talk him about his stupid videos or whatever i have no problem with them because i don't watch them in the first place but man that dude is raking in some fucking cash dude he is making a shit ton of money let's look at his fucking social blade yeah, this is just really going Social Blade to look up everybody, just see how they're doing. You know, it's fun to look at. I don't know if you guys... What? Oh, wait. This is not the right Mr. Beast because it says 3.48 thousand. Uh, did I, I didn't even get to choose which one I wanted. Oh, here we go. Okay. Uh, yeah, 95.6 million subscribers, 15 billion, 730 million, 39,167 views. He is 228th in the social blade rank. He is 7th subscriber rank. So there's six people ahead of him, man. Holy shit. Dude, he's getting 100,000 subscribers every, every three days, basically. Every three to four days. That's insane. His estimated earnings are... His estimated monthly earnings are nine hundred seventy-eight thousand, but I think it's way more than that because he probably he makes more with sponsorships and sponsor sponsorships and stuff. And his yearly earnings eleven point seven million. Yeah, I think it's definitely more than that because I I think they got mine wrong too. Uh, yeah, this shit's wild, Mister Beast. That that's what everyone should strive to be on YouTube. You can't you can't take any less. And I really want to upload more this week. But it is my off day today. I was going to do a video today, but I just know I need to mentally rest. And a podcast is a lot better to make than a video because a video can take up your whole day. And, you know, till 2 o'clock, you know, it's from like 9 to 2 or something. I'll be working on it from recording and editing. I was talking about that in the last episode if you missed it. But, yeah, basically when I finish, it's like, man, I already got, my day's already over. And then I'm thinking about my actual job the next day and I'm just getting, I just get sad about it. You know, I just, so I want, so, you know, every post office, they have Sundays off unless you're CCA. Like I was talking about in my, la my last episode, but you get another day off. Um, so Monday was my day off this week. So yeah, um, I have to work the whole week after this. So it sometimes there's been some some videos where I got them out 
during the week after work or something but those are like the one story videos you know like uh let me go to one right here um well actually the last one i did but i actually recorded it um and i think i edited it the audio was the woman rips her own eyes out i just edited the video and i uploaded that can you trip in your dreams that's the one i did after work um mr incredible becoming uncanny i mean that shit was so easy i could have made like 50 of those but that meme is is like dead i think now so i'm not going to do it again sorry guys i know you guys wanted a part two but oh well well i could do like a short today maybe i could upload that those don't get a lot of views but hey they're not bad like the cocaine one i did blow blow horror trip report that was 1.1 thousand that's not bad for a short you know and then um a delirious deter a nightmare god like my fucking oh my god i need to I can clear my throat because there's something in there a delirious deter a nightmare that was done after work and that has 10,000 views so that's probably my best one i've done after work teen charge and death of 12 year old girl that one people didn't really like that one i'm sure people liked it but there's people who voiced their opinion on they didn't really like it so won't do that again um a persistent LSD nightmare was actually, that was supposed to go in the nightmare LSD trips. The disturbingly mind-warping LSD stories was supposed to go in that one. So that video would have been 41 minutes, but dude, I was on Adderall that day. And when I was recording, dude, it was, I kept on messing up. <laughs> you, would, you would think that when you're on Adderall, you'd be like so good at it. But I was like going really fast. And I, I was telling myself, you got to slow down so you can get this shit done because when you go slower, it makes the story, you get the person more involved. But when you're talking fast like this, you know, you can't really do that, you know. I, was, well, I wasn't I was talking that fast, but I was talking fast and I had to keep on slowing down. So, uh, yeah, that that story was originally on the disturbingly mind-warping LSD stories, but I made it its own separate video because it was like 4 o'clock and I had this 27-minute video uh, just finished and that's not good for me if a video is 27 minutes long and I finished at 4 and I started early too so yeah if I would have edited that the persistent LSD nightmare in there it wouldn't it, it would I wouldn't even been able to upload it that day I would I probably wouldn't even have finished editing it that day I would have been done at like 7 o'clock or something with how slow I was going I was working slow but talking fast and that made me mess up so and then the near-death 5-MeO-DMT experience, that one's getting close to 10,000. Hey, guys, let's get that. Let's get watching that, okay? It says 9,752. Uh, my scariest overdose, I think I wrote that when I was on the toilet. And <laughs> Yeah, sometimes I write it on the toilet. I might, I might do a video of my personal story again. I don't know which one I should do because there's so many, but I haven't had really a bad trip as much as I've had good trips. There's been a couple bad ones, but uh, mostly good, so I don't know. There's so, If I could think of one, maybe I can write it. Maybe that's what I can do. Uh, yeah, so those are the ones I did after work. Um, surprisingly, the having sex with deter entity, that was done in one during the day, not after work. Uh, it that was getting a lot of views at the beginning. It has almost 5,000 right now, which is still good. But yeah, it was it was going, it's, it's not going up as fast. That And the unsettling LSD experiences, that one started off slow. That one started getting off less views than all my other ones. But now it like went up, it's at 8.9 thousand now. So pretty close to 9,000. The Amanita Muscaria trip, that's at 8.1 thousand. Tramadol one, 6,000. And right now the nitrous oxide one is a 4.2 thousand. And that one's going up crazy. That was Right now it says it was uploaded 18 hours ago. So in 18 hours, 4.2K. I haven't had a video like that in a while since like my another deterrent video. And if you go on the channel dashboard in your YouTube channel, you can see your latest video performance and the one the nitrous oxide horror stories it says they give you four things to look at it says ranking by views and it's at a one out of ten and they they do the ten videos the last ten you've uploaded and it ranks it out of all those ten now the bottom two don't really bottom three don't really count because you got the artificial intelligence intelligence one that was actually made after work too but that was so like all i had to do was talk into a mic and i don't i don't even think it was the mic that was connected to my computer 
it was the USB. I didn't. I was the actual mic from the computer, and I thought I was using the mic I'm using now, but I wasn't. So, but that's okay, you know. It was like a teacher video. It looked like every time in school when they would do a mic thing, that's what it sounded like. So yeah, those are the bottom three, the the bottom two podcast episodes. So this podcast will probably be all the way at number ten or number nine or something. Um. Yeah, so out of all those 10, it got the disturbing nitrous oxide stories. That's number one. Number two, and it's for the and it shows you for the first 18 hours and eight minutes because that's how long it's been uploaded for. So out of all those, you can see how many views the video got in that 18 hours and eight minutes. And right now it's at 4.5K. I think I'm, in the studio, it shows you how many actual views are there because if you go on there, uh, it doesn't have as many. Like when I... When I was looking at it yesterday, and I always notice this, I don't know why it does that, but I was at like 600 views or so, 650, but it was at a thousand on the YouTube studio. So I don't know which one's real or which one's, you know, the the fake one, the real one, I don't know. But I'm just going to go off of the one that's in the YouTube studio because I feel like that's where all the views actually come from. And then number two in 18 hours, eight minutes was the Amanita Muscaria, which is at 3.5K. So it has a pretty good lead above it for the first 18 hours. It has a thousand more views than the Amanita Muscaria. Then the seizure-inducing tramadol stories, that's at, that was at 3.2 thousand in 18 hours. And then the unsettling LSD experiences, look at this. It was at 2.9, but now it's at 8.9. So it can go up fast, you know. All it, all it takes is, you know, a little push like Vivex video, uh, the 10-gram mushroom report. 10 gram mushroom trip report facing insanity. Ooh, let me get it a like. Facing insanity. Yeah, it's 86,000. I'm going to refresh it and see how many views it has now. Let's see here. Buddy bye. Whoa. Now it's 86,338. Wow. So that went up a little bit. Um, yeah, I like talking about my YouTube channel. It's fun because no one, you know, all my friends, they, I mean, they probably like me talking about it but it's like when you're a person you most likely want to hear about yourself and i'm sorry i'm not talking about yourself but uh you just gotta you know a lot of people are selfish and stuff you can't i can't deny it everyone everyone is uh they mostly want to talk about whatever's happening in their life and the people that do listen to you and actually are engaged with what you like are the people you need to keep in your life and there's people like that in my life but you know hey you can't get what you want with everybody right so yeah but i love talking about my youtube channel it's because like i said i don't get to talk about it too often with people and when i do it doesn't I don't get to talk too much about it. I don't get to talk about what I what I really want to talk about with it. And it's it means a lot to me this thing. This is like a second job to me. It gives me a like it gives me a good boost in money and confidence. Like it feels good that some that these people actually care about when I upload. Like when I see comments saying like, "Ooh, when you upload, I whenever I see Tales from the Trip upload, I get so happy." I'm like, "I get happy too." <laughs> you know? It's it's a beautiful sight to see when people comment nice things. Like seriously, it goes a long way. I love seeing comments. I'll definitely heart it if I see it. Sometimes I won't see it. I see most of the comments, but sometimes I won't see every single comment, you know. But then, yeah, so just comment something nice. I really appreciate it. It feels good. It just, you know, it's like nice, nice video. I love your work. Been watching you for a long time now. I'm really impressed or something like that. I don't know. You don't have to. Just give me a like. That's all that, that really matters, I think. But I think comments really boost the algorithm too. So give me a like and a comment. Subscribe. I'm sure people listening to this podcast already subscribed, so I can't ask you guys to do that again. You should make... <gasps> Dude, you guys should make like five YouTube channels each and then subscribe. Dude, I would fucking cream everywhere about that. Ooh. Ooh, wee, woo. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, I should really subscribe on my other YouTube channels. I need to, oh, you know what? I need to upload on my other horror channel. Dude, I really should have done that last week when I had time. Fuck. Because I, 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 I don't think I uploaded since January, but because I did that Mothman video. If you guys haven't checked that out, the um, 
it's the body snatcher and so it's like a red profile photo so go check that out if you haven't already i really want to upload more i just this channel is like it's so much work to keep it up and up and going because you got to keep the the views consistent you know once you don't upload for a while the views go down and down and down like right now the last 48 hours it's at 14,973 views and before I upload that nitrous oxide I was at like 8,000 I try to keep it at above 10,000 but sometimes it just doesn't go that way you know I gained 63 subscribers yesterday um, and my money's going down wow that's going way down bro but it's gonna go back up because that video just got uploaded yesterday yeah but my watch time is up I think that's because I'm uploading longer videos like the podcast and stuff so yeah but maybe this podcast will do well and oh my god and the my compilation video from 2021 the craziest trips of the year that is going up like crazy right now it's at on the YouTube studio it says Three thirty-five thousand three hundred forty-eight views, twenty-five point eight thousand watch time. That's seven twenty-five point eight thousand hours of watch time. Sorry, that's seventeen point one thousand more hours than like my typical views. So, but it is it's a two-hour video, so that makes sense. But it it just it's kind of like exploding. Kind of this video is because I mean it's all the best trips, you know. It's, it's like a perfect video to listen to when you're sleeping because it's, it's the best stories from last year were on there. Like the the guy who, uh, the I think it was the girl who told the story. She was getting abused by her boyfriend. And it's like, the man, that was such a sad story. But it was good to listen to because you just, you're like locked into these bad stories. You want to root for them. You want to root for the good people in it, you know? And I don't know. I think she said in the story she was still with him. That, and that was this was probably years ago the story was made so i hope you know she broke up with him by now but man that story was disheartening dude like seriously like oh my god if you guys don't know what story i'm talking about it's an lsd story it's on my uh insane lsd stories video it's like my first lsd video i did and it's it was just sad really sad and then the first the first strip report on there was the Detura video, the Detura story that took me 18 minutes. It was like an 18 minute long story. And it was from California, uh, something Wood Park, Woodward Park. Yeah, that story is insane. And the funny thing about that story is that no one, there was like, it, I, it was a, I was digging deep into finding that story. Like I was looking for all these stories that would have been crazy and i was like looking in the deep dark depths of uh google and that was only like the fourth page or something maybe it was the first or second i don't know but yeah it was i saw that it had like two comments on it or something or like one comment and it was like it was kind of like a blue light and reddit mixed together that's what it looked like it was definitely a thread page but yeah when i found that story i'm like okay i gotta read this this is fucking insane yeah, so go listen to that if you haven't already. It's in it's in my insane deterrist or I forgot which which deterrent video is from, but it's in one of them. You guys should just check out all of them. Give me more views, you know. <laughs> but it is in the craziest trips of the year. It's the first story, so you won't miss it if you listen to it. Uh, and this and each video that you upload on YouTube shows you how many subscribers you get from it and your money you got from it. I got 235 subscribers just from this compilation video. And it did take me a while to upload, but it didn't take me a long time to make because you already got the stories right there, you know, they're in your they're they're in your files, so you just put them in, put them in order, you know. That's the only thing that takes a long time and it took a pretty long time because I don't know if it's just my computer, but it took a while to upload the, to import the stories in there because they were long and it, I don't know it was just it took a while and then when I was uploading it the day I was uploading it it said it was going to take five hours to upload so I was like oh shit but I left for the house I, <laughs> I left from my house and I closed the laptop like a fucking idiot and it stopped uploading while I was out of the house. I was hoping that when by the time I came back, it would have been pretty close to being done or being done, but it had like the same amount of time left. And I was like, fuck. So I, it, it went faster though as I reopened it and you know kept it going, but man, that pissed me off, dude. Uh, yeah. And then the estimated revenue for this video is $291.85. So 
it's it is work to upload that but it's not as much work as a longer video to make like the 30 plus minute videos those are long to make so that's why you don't see too many 30 40 minute videos and when you do you know please watch it because it is it takes a while <laughs> let me just say that all right so enough talk about my youtube channel i think i covered everything i wanted to about that um i found this vid this song from last week or two weeks ago with it's called john bonham jamming with tony iomi if you guys don't know who john bonham is he was the drummer for led zeppelin top best drummer of all time if he's not the best to you he's in the top top five at least and then tony iomi was the guitarist for black sabbath uh the the riff master the riff lord whatever you want to call him he was a fucking beast and there's a video here jamming them jamming together i don't know if it's copyright or not because i don't i feel like it was just lost and found i probably won't play all of it because it's seven minutes but i want to show you guys how fucking heavy this is you guys think metal bands from the 80s and 90s or whatever are heavy like nah this shit this shit is fucking heavier than that like i'll play it i tested it through the mic to see if it would go and it does so and the quality's low so it's not the mic that's the bad quality it's the video it's it's still good enough to hear though let me play it You can see by the riff that it's fucking heavy as fuck. Let me skip to like three minutes and see if it changes. Uh, what does it? Oh shit. Yeah, when I think of heavy, I think this is heavy to me. It's like, like Doom, that's like the feeling of dread. I think that's fucking heavy. You know what I'm talking about? I don't think like Slayer riffs. Now, although Slayer is good, I don't think the riffs are nearly as heavy as, you know, Black Sabbath or other bands from the time back then. Your your heavy might be different than my heavy. And this song reminds me of another song called Serpent Venom by Bedemon. Now, this song was actually where the lead singer of Pentagram was in, Bobby Liebling. Uh, he they did this group. I forgot who else was in the group, but it reminded me of that like listen to this Hopefully there's no ad. Oh, of course there is Hey We don't want you ad Okay, it literally sounds the same like that's crazy just with singing in it The riff basically sounds the same. I wonder if the, they just copied the, the song. Because I think when they jammed together, it said it was like 1978 or 1979. And the Serpent Venom song came out in 73. So they might have. I don't know. But that's pretty fucking cool. That, like, that's heavy. That's heavy to me. I don't know about you guys, but that's the heavy part. Especially the um, just the Black Sabbath riffs in Masters of Real Master of Reality and Volume 4. Like, man... You ever listen to Cornucopia? Oh my god, that the riff is so fucking heavy. Uh, Super Nut is kind of heavy. I wouldn't say it's that heavy, but the it's in C-sharp tuning. If you guys don't know what that is, that's basically tuning your guitar down one and a half steps. And Tony Iommi did that, and basically, you know, he created heavy metal at the 
and the reason he tuned down was to help his fingers because I'm sure metalheads you know and like rock rock fans you already know the story it's been told to death by everybody but Tony Iommi was working in a factory his last day of the job and I don't even know if I went over this in the couple episodes but maybe I did last time I'm forgetting you know it's gonna be hard for me to remember what I talked about the last time so (laughs) spare with uh bear with me if I if I repeat it yeah it was his last day working in a factory and he was gonna work with a band or something and the machine chopped off his tips and it was his last day it was his last day there so he was fucking depressed as fuck you know how bad that would be if you're playing guitar and your dream is to be in a band and you're and you're forced to go in on your last day because your parents made you. They made them go in. And you chop off your fingers, dude. Oh my god. That would what would I do in that situation, man? Oh, that would just be so heartbreaking for me. But luckily, he turned it into something positive. And this positive is fucking really, really positive. He created a whole genre of music. Not just him, you know, his old band members, Bill Ward, Geezer Butler, and Ozzy Osbourne. Shouts out to all of them. But man, if he if he never chopped off his fingers, what would would metal even exist? Now, they didn't they didn't start the metal because uh it was before them. Like there's so many bands that influenced them to do that. Like goes it goes far back as Chuck Berry. You know, Chuck Berry was like the rock and roll star. But it started way before that with the blues. You can go all the way back. The blues led to every single thing. So, but the people that actually influenced heavy metal the most was Black Sabbath. Like if you if you you could just tell just everything all these band members all these people in bands talk about Black Sabbath being their inspiration you can hear the sound of them in it but nothing sounds like Black Sabbath dude Black Sabbath is fucking insane you everybody in that band was perfect for them like the riffs they're they're so they're so much fun to listen to they're easy but they're they're fun they're simple and fun fun to listen to. Yeah, but before Black Sabbath, though, there was Led Zeppelin, which is my favorite band, of course. That that band is uh, something else. I think um, even uh, Communication Breakdown, that was kind of like a punk kind of song right there. It led to punk and shit, but there is, yeah, that. And then uh, Days of Confused, of course. Man, I don't know if you guys like that song or not, but that song holds my favorite solo of all time. I'm telling you, if you you guys gotta listen to it. I won't play it on here because I'm definitely gonna copyright for Zeppelin because they they're very picky about that kind of stuff. So you can't be doing that. But the the solo in that is just it's just mesmerizing. I get lost into it every time I listen to it. I I never skip it. I and the fun thing about it is the build up. Like it he'll you know do this riff like that went on longer than I thought I was gonna do it for. I was just gonna do it for like five seconds, but I'm like, you know, I'm gonna finish it. So sorry about that. Yeah, it went from that and then after that, after that part, when they do that a couple of times, it, it goes to, you know, Jimmy Page, the guitarist for Led Zeppelin, he used a violin bow to play, and he would, like, just screech it across the strings, and he would just play it. That's what, that's the weird part you hear in the Days of Confused, if you're like, what is that? It's like, that was a violin bow, and he used on his Dragon Telecaster, which is one of my favorite guitars I've ever seen in rock and roll. I think he painted it on acid, which is fucking badass. But yeah, uh, then after that, it's like, or it's like, da na na da, da na na na, and then it, and then it just there's the long violin bow. It's like. And then it cuts to Bonzo, John Paul Jones, they're going fucking insane. And then it's Jimmy Page. Dun <laughs> 
Oh man, that song is so fucking good. You guys, if you never heard Days Confused, listen to the fucking song. The suspense builds up the solo so much. Like every time at the beginning, you know, it's 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 good. It's not, but it's 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 the payoff and the suspense for it. It pays the fuck off, dude. Is it just? It's like. It's a three minute and 28 second buildup for me. And then after that, it's just back to the original, what they were doing before. But that solo is my favorite. I always, I really want to learn it. I learned the first part, like first, let's say 15 seconds. I got to get to the rest, but it's hard. You know, it's hard for me to do it. I've only been playing for a year and a couple months now. Year, a year and a half, almost shit. Well, look at that. I think I started in February of 2021, so February, March, April, May. Oh, a year and three months, so it's not been a year and a half. A year and a quarter, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, so I want to learn that. And his Heartbreaker solo, if you guys don't know Heartbreaker, that's a good song too. I mean, every song by them is good. You know, I can't really deny it. There's only like, the one song I really hate by them is... The Crunch, I cannot get into it. I'm sorry. That song is not good. And that's coming from one of the biggest fans of Zeppelin of all time. I even like hats off to Roy Harper on Led Zeppelin 3. It's not it's not great, but it's not bad. You know, I don't think it's as bad as people say. And a lot of people hate the song Hot Dog, but that song is actually pretty brilliant. You know, it's like, it's almost like a country song kind of. You're just like a who data boo boo boo. He doesn't sound like, he doesn't talk like that, but... You know, it's it's an interesting song. The riff is kind of, oops, I hit the mic. The riff is kind of cool too. So yeah, I you can call me a super fan if you want, but you know, I'll, I'll just call myself that. <laughs> um, oh, also, um, I don't know if I'm gonna do it, but the beginning of this podcast when it opens, that's the new riff I made. So I'm I'm gonna have to use it now. But tell me what you guys think of that. Do you guys want me to? keep it or do you want me to change it up or just go back to the the synth wave music or whatever because i don't know if it's better than the synth wave but i like i like it better that i created the music you know it's it was simple to do but it's it was cool i had to get it took me a while to get the perfect it wasn't even perfect but just to get a good enough take just to upload it so i'm gonna try i'm gonna keep on practicing it and then i'll get it good right now i'll get it good and then um I gotta get it in a studio though. Like I was recording in my voice memos on my iPhone, so it's not gonna be the best quality, but hey, you guys like the Tales from the Trip riff at the end, even though some of you guys hate having it at the end, uh, but some of you guys really love having it because that wakes you up, but I keep it quiet now so you know, everyone can be happy. It can be quiet, but you can still hear it and you can enjoy it, so yeah, tell me what you guys think of the riff. I think it was pretty badass. I have two versions of it, the normal version and the lower pitched one, which is like a C tuning one. Not I didn't tune on the guitar because uh, I didn't I would I just liked the way it was before, but I might I might go and see how it sounds on C sharp tuning. Uh, so yeah, let me let me know what you guys think. It'd probably be called the thought loop riff or something. Um, all right. Now that we got that out of the way, we're going to go to the last part of the podcast, like always, even though I didn't do it last time. Uh, The podcast topics and questions. I only got nine comments on this, so it's not going to be too much. Um, Let's see here. Someone, ooh-woo-ooh-woo, said research chemicals. Yes, those are are bad. They're good sometimes, but they're mostly bad. you know, my, my experience on research chemicals was that clonazolam video, my scariest overdose. Oh my God, got way too fucked up. If you guys didn't listen to it, go listen to it. You guys will hear my story. Uh, Ven413 said, how are you? I'm doing okay. You know, it's, it's, it's okay. You know, I'm doing pretty decent. I'm glad I'm off today, but hey, I'm off. That's all that matters, right? Once I'm off, it makes me just so much happier. Ooh, conspiracy theories. Um, you know, wait, I'm gonna save that one. All right, Banshee sixty four said, "How long have you been doing YouTube?" Well, I've been doing YouTube since twenty thirteen, but I didn't start doing trip reports until like twenty nineteen. So it's I've been doing it for a while, but I haven't started doing this kind of stuff till that point. So if you guys were here in my early before I even did trip reports and you saw my videos, congratulations. Uh, some, 
I think like a couple hundred of you guys saw. So I don't know if you guys are still out there. Comment if you are, if you remember before I had a thousand views, what my channel was, or a thousand subscribers. So yeah, I'm glad I decided to move to this direction. It was always, I've always wanted to do it. I've always, I thought, cause a big inspiration to me was Mr. Nightmare. He was my favorite horror, horror story reader. And he still is very good. He uploads constantly. Well, consistently, he doesn't upload like every day or anything, but he uploads a lot. And I just love the way he told his stories and it, he chose really good stories. That's the thing I liked about it. And he also did a, a collaboration with Llama Arts, which is a animated YouTube channel where they animate horror stories. They stopped doing that together, but it was good when it lasted. And yeah, it was it was a fun time watching those and just listening to it every night. And I still do. I honestly, I have a... I have a playlist saved my favorite horror horror stories and all he has a lot of deleted videos that people kept and saved which I'm glad they did. Uh, I love creepy pastas too. He had one uh, Splash Mountain creepy pasta dude. That one was fucking amazing. I love that story. I just the anything with animatronics just freak me out. You know, it's just it's there's something about them that just make me scared. You know, it's you don't even have to look scared or anything. They just are. And that one's about the animatronics. I think they, uh, the, it was back when Splash Mountain was named after, uh, God, what's that movie called? Song of the South. Yeah, Song of the South, the very racist movie. Uh, so they had to get rid of it and change it to Princess and the Frog or something. But but before it was changed, there was this creepy hot pasta that he read, and it was about how this guy hallucinated basically on the ride or it did actually happen i don't know uh, but he saw he saw the animatronics like the the bear 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 and then uh i forgot the characters but they chopped off the guy's head or the chopped off the rabbit's head or something it was just creepy the blood was splashing over him it was just it was good and then he has sound effects of them on the water ride and that made it even better it made me like kind of want to go on a water ride you know yeah i love i love that i love any kind of things with that he has a chucky e. cheese one that's also my save playlist where the guy gets a job at chucky e. cheese but there's a whole thing going on in the town about how there's been murders of teenagers and you know people he didn't his parents didn't want him going out but he decided to get a job because he wanted to save up for a new car which is that part always makes me laugh because if you're in high school and you're saving up for a new car and you get a job at Chuck E. Cheese, you're not gonna be able to get a new car, okay? You you you're gonna be making like three hundred bucks each each week at the most, not even. You cannot get a car from that. Is seriously because you're gonna be spending it as a teenager. You're gonna be spending on other shit. So that was the most unrealistic part of the story to me. And then it turns out that the Chucky was real and it was and like a big mouse big rat thing and it it stalked him and stuff and it didn't kill him but he came in the room at the end of the video and the guy jumped out of the window and uh yeah the cops came and they never found chucky so that's a good story if you guys want to listen to that i just gave you a basic rundown of it but yeah everyone just acts weird around him at the story because their plan was that the Chucky needed to eat him. So, and that's where all the kids were going that disappeared. They they're all getting killed by Chucky. Um, blotter art history and facts. Well, um, I'll you know I'll do that in the next episode because I didn't prepare that. I was I'm basically just looking for. Uh, I should have said podcast questions. I'm sorry. I'll just do that next time because I need to have that prepared before I do it because I don't I don't know the blotter art history in fact so um, EJ says if you can go back in time and see any rock concert which one would you see well the main thing that people say is Woodstock and I would love to see Woodstock and another one that no that they don't talk about as much as Woodstock is Monterey Pop Festival and that was when Jimi Hendrix was at like oh my god he was going fucking insane in there he took his guitar, he, he started on fire, and then The Who was up there. The Who was at Woodstock too, but uh, they were there, and they actually, I think they threw their guitar and they started on fire or something, or they smashed it or something, so The Who don't get enough credit for what they did because I think they were the first like hard rock band. You know, the Kinks, they were hard too. 
uh, at the beginning with their with some of their songs and the Beatles were the Beatles were just different than what was coming out at that time but that influence like I said before like Chuck Berry that influenced the Beatles and the Kinks and the Rolling Stones like that the Kinks Rolling Stones and the Beatles those were the first three bands that were just that were the British invasion and they like really set the tone for everything and then it went up and more when you got to like 1966 67 with cream i can't even think about like dude that band was fucking amazing eric clapton and stuff oh my god eric clapton ginger baker jack bruce you know i think in the documentary about ginger baker he said that he gets mad that they think they started heavy metal they were a father of it he gets mad about it but i don't think he understood that because he's like basically looking at what heavy metal is in today's day and age which is not good in my opinion so don't crucify me in the comments but the the things they did influence people to make heavy metal you know they weren't heavy metal band they just influenced it so yeah you got them and then led zeppelin again and like i said black sabbath you know but if i I would love to go, if I had to choose Woodstock or Monterey Pop, I'd probably still choose Woodstock since it was much more revered than that one, but I would love to see both. But a concert, I would love to see a rock concert, just like a straight up concert. I would have loved to gone to the Royal Albert Hall 1970 with Led Zeppelin. That is my favorite live recorded performance that they had. That, like they were all on their game. They played all the good songs that I liked. Um, I love the early years before, well, the first first year, 1969, like 1970, those were those were my favorite. And then 71 was Led Zeppelin 4 or Untitled, whatever it's fucking called. Uh, that's when they started really getting like, all right, now this is the best band in the world. Um, but I love the rawness of them in 69 and 70. That is just a different type of animal. You know, Jimmy Page was going crazy. Robert Plant's vocals were the bluesiest it ever it ever been. Uh, John Paul Jones, you know, he's always stunning with his work on every single instrument he does. And John Bonham just was hitting these fucking guitars as hard as he could, breaking Bill Wards when he's doing when they jam together with Black Sabbath. I would love to see that one, Royal Albert Hall from 1970. That is just. Uh, they they did a bring it on bring it on home version that was just really stunning. It was, Robert Plant was on the harmonica, and he did a great job. And then Jimmy Page is coming in with the guitar, and you know everybody else in the band. But that that performance is great. If you you guys just search it up, Led Zeppelin at Royal Albert Hall. There's like a I think there's like a two part video on there uh, of the concert. I don't know what the title is called, but let me see if I can find it. Um, Led Zeppelin Royal Albert Hall. Oh. Let's see what it's called. Oh yeah, okay. So you search up Led Zeppelin DVD one, and then they have a DVD two. It's in Led Zeppelin concert footage. This, yeah, it was. That's my favorite. I love, and they're all. This is when they started getting like really loose on stage. They were getting, they doing it more and more, and they just got comfortable. And John Bonham did a drum solo in this for Moby Dick, I think for like 15 minutes. So yeah, that one, that's a great concert. At least we get to watch it, you know. That's the one thing I'm happy about this. We get to we get to watch this, even though we didn't get to see it live. We got to watch it. So yeah, that was my, thank you for that question. I love talking about music. That is my favorite thing to talk about. But none of my, uh, I have one friend that likes to talk about it. Well, I have the one other friend that really enjoys music, but um there's just I don't get to talk about it as much as I want to. Like my one coworker, I'm on the phone with at work all the time. She uh, she doesn't know really about these bands, so I don't get to talk about it with her. If I wish I could, man, I wish I could find someone to talk about this with, because I could talk about music forever. Um, let's see here early life fever dreams man my whole fucking life is a fever dream man this shit is fucking i didn't really i can't really think of one that happened when i was a kid but i just i can't even remember honestly sorry about that all right this one d by colton rourke 
Do you intend to add your own opinion at the end of each story? I can see how many people may not like it, but I enjoy hearing your opinion to the stories you read. Maybe make specific episodes with that added. I don't know. Just a thought. Yeah, I was honestly thinking about that the other day. Um, I I got the idea of doing it a while back, but I've seen comments of people saying they want me to do it. So I might do it, honestly. And I was thinking, like, just like this guy said, that make it a specific episode with, like, put with commentary after it or something. I think that would be pretty good. Maybe I can upload two different videos at a time. That would be pretty sweet. Just like if I did the nitrous oxide stories and then I would just do nitrous oxide with commentary or something. Yeah, the, I know I do it after a couple of stories that I have. Um, there's really, when, when a story is not, I don't know, it, I feel like I can't do it after every story, but if you guys really wanted me to do commentary, you know I can't. I, I've been thinking about it for a while, so he's definitely not the first guy to, that asked me to do it or anything, but I, yeah, I've gotten a lot of requests to do it. I think it would be a good idea. I just, you know, we just got to see how many people would like it, you know, because I know some people, they, like, I'll probably get a comment from someone, man, just skip to the story already. No one cares. Get like that. If you act like that, then unsubscribe to me for real. Like, seriously, if you don't, if you don't like my content, then why the hell are you subscribed then? That's what I'm saying. I don't care if I lose a subscriber or two here and there. Um, you know, I'm going to go over the this one that I was talking about, conspiracy theories, Xenal Dogwoods. Um, trying to think. Man. Well, everyone talks about 9-11 as a conspiracy theory, which, I mean, it is. You know, no one can de deny that a plane went through the building. I don't think anyone denies that. But the way it was set up and shit, that's what, that's the part that was freaky, though. Like, World Trade Center 7 building. Do you guys really think that building collapsed because of the ash buildup? I don't think so. Like, seriously. Like, you think it, because it just collapsed out of nowhere. No one would have thought that was going to collapse. I, I do think bombs were planted in there for that building. Um, I don't know. And then just the buildings collapsing in general. You think that a whole building would collapse because of a plane that hit like the top floor? Like, man, that shit, that shit kind of freaks me out when you think about it. You know, it's just like, uh, it doesn't sit well with me, you know? Um, yeah, that... You could talk about 9-11 forever. So um, I'll actually talk about conspiracy theories in the next episode because I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i get some ready. So that's the one I was thinking on the top of my head for right now. For some reason, when I'm on the spot like this, I can't think of something, you know? It's just my brain gets blocked out. But uh, yeah. So those are some good questions that you guys asked me. Thank you so much for asking them. And uh, yeah, I guess that'll probably be today's episode. I don't know what I should call it, but hey, we're gonna get it done. And let me guys let, let me know what you guys think about the riff, seriously, because I mean, I don't have to do it, but if you guys like it, I'll keep it. Uh, so yeah, just let me know. And we'll see you next time, all right? Have a good day. Have a good day. Have a good day. Have a good day.